Shabbat Shalom and welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. Illegal. What does the term mean? Against the law. But which law and who established it? What is the source of law? Who has the authority to make laws? Our founding fathers recognized that law was established by the divine creator as found in the Holy Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They tried to make sure that our government here in these United States of America would always recognize that and would secure those rights to the citizens. Did you hear me, folks? To the citizens of the United States, not to anyone else on the planet, certainly not to everyone else on the planet, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing if other nations decided to acknowledge God's law and implement it, the one true God anyway. You're going to ask, by whose definition? mine of course. So our laws were intended to secure God-given rights. They were not intended to remove rights ever. Some intelligent individual, yeah you right there, is going to scream about separation of church and state. Read the Constitution. It's nowhere in there. There is no such thing. We, the USA, have no such law. No such law exists. Period. What is in the Constitution, however, is that, quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. End quote. Respecting means you can't make a law. Either way. Respecting, meaning regarding meaning pertaining to. Nor can Congress, the ones who are to secure our rights through law, nor can they in any way prohibit, meaning restrict in any way, the free exercise of anyone's religion. Free exercise. At least any American citizen. Again, rights are only secured for citizens. If you have hopped a border, you are not a citizen of the United States. If you are here on visa, green card, if you are an exchange student, etc., you are not a citizen of the United States. Oh, you may enjoy our freedoms right along with us while here legally, but those rights do not extend to you. They have not been secured to you, but only to us. Sorry, that's just fact. You want them secured to yourself? Two options. Go home and change your own government, or Become a citizen through a legal process, which includes swearing off any and all allegiance to any other nation on earth, including your native one. Think about that. Think about what it means to become an American. It's like a marriage. Some people want all the benefits without any of the commitment. No go. You walk down the legal paper trail. You forsake all others and faithfully become one with your new spouse. You wear that ring like your own skin. You wear the American flag, loud and proud. Don't love America that much? Don't stay. Problem solved. In fact, if you're not committed to that wedding, not willing to jump through legal hoops, just don't come at all. There's a thought for you. Now, I'm not speaking here of those who intend short-term legal trips for work, study, or any other reason. I'm talking to those of you who may not speak the language of America well enough to ever hear this show. 
those who think they have an inherent right to defy the laws of our nation and their own, and have us cater to them and their families' needs, to get a free ride because America exists as the great caretaker of the world, while our children starve. Even those who have enough, why should they have to foot your bill? Why should we let you break and enter into our nation and then give you everything on top of that? That's like waking up in the middle of the night and finding five-fingered Freddy crawling through the window instead of shooting him, which is a secured right to defense of life and property. Or calling the police to stop him. We wake the family to bring him slippers and a smoke while someone cooks him a nice hot meal in the kitchen. Are you warm enough, Freddy? Oh, your wife Frida and all the young'uns are with you? Let's give them the master suite and go sleep outside in the doghouse. Wait, their dog Fido's already in there. Oh well, guess we should make sure they have a car keys, security code, and access to the bank account. Boy, sure glad we didn't put up that def that fence as a deterrent. I hope somebody out there is saying that's ridiculous. Yes, yes it is. Yet, that's exactly what we are doing on the national scale. Bowing down and pampering and catering to those breaking in. Being told we are some sort of monstrous, mean, bad people if we don't. Let's not confuse us with showing kindness to our enemies, please. That's the number one Bible verse that gets misused on this issue. That is not at all relevant. That's not what we're talking about here. Let's use our brains more and our over-media manipulated feelings less. Please, people, start to think, reason. That's if you're even able anymore. Now to burritos. Illegal Pete's has been asked to change their name. Quote, because of the way the word illegal has been used to describe immigrants, end quote. Um, no. Illegal has never been used to describe immigrants. The word immigrant means they have come legally. There is, can be, no such thing as an illegal immigrant. Those two are mutually exclusive. They cannot exist at the same time. You're either illegal or you're an immigrant. All immigrants are legal. All those wanting the rights of immigrants without becoming one are illegal. Border hoppers are illegal. Period. They are not immigrants. Look up the word, please. Again, no wiki because it's bunk typed by monkeys. I'm choosing the term border hopper because we all know exactly what I mean by it. I mean to be brutally honest and cut to the chase burn off some of the propaganda that's been clouding your minds. So that specious argument for disliking their name is done away with. The owner has said the term illegal is actually countercultural. Take it with an anarchist flavor. It's what I like to call illegality for show. It's worn to feel one is dangerous, living on the edge, not in bourgeoisie, somehow smarter and braver than the average bear. Here's another quote from the same USA Today article. The name Illegal Pete's, Turner said, is a literary reference to a bar in a novel he read as an English major in Boulder. Pete also refers to his own name and his father's. When he started the restaurant in 1995, Turner hoped the name would be ambiguous enough to spark people's interest, perhaps referring to countercultural activity. End quote. Here's the bottom line. Does an American citizen have the secured right to name his own business according to his own fancy regardless of the perceived connotation? In other words, whether or not someone else likes the name? 
Of course he does, as do we all. We let him get railroaded, folks. We are next. The owner has been called a racist, and the statement has been made that, quote, this is a place that's going to instill violence in our community, end quote. Whoa there. It's a Mexican restaurant-ish. They're serving burritos. They are really going to deliberately chase away the target market? Or maybe, just maybe, the ones instilling violence are those who are targeting this poor business owner as a tool, a political tool, during this season of crucial elections. What rights will be stripped from Americans next? Peaceful civil disobedience, which was once protected in our country? They're already trying. What we wear? Whoops, that's under attack too. As many school children have been sent home from school for wearing something someone else didn't like. Wah! Like an American flag. A cross. Your right to bear arms next? I can't help but believe that the recent school shooting in the tiny little nothing village of Marysville, Washington, was overhyped and deliberately exploited because Washington State is voting on gun laws right now. So that's another secured right that is under attack. When are we going to wake up, people? When are we going to admit this doesn't just affect some podunk place or somewhere I simply don't live or visit? and understand that if it happens anywhere in America, it will happen everywhere. Eventually, we must stop this. Vote, vote well. Just one last truth for those who are screaming bigot to me in Spanish. I am Mexican by ethnicity. My family happens to have been in the Los Angeles area since before it was the United States. So I was born a citizen, praise God. Still, my first language was Spanish. So I'm not at all coming from a white is right perspective, believe me. I don't hate anyone's skin color, as I know it's just a level of melanin you happen to receive, coupled with where you live. My skin goes from, she must be black, to, how can you be mixed when you're lighter than I am, depending on where I'm at. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2014, A Christian Voice.